All right. Good morning, everybody. I'm so excited for this. Uh, welcome to season five, episode two of How I Met Your Mortgage. Can't believe it's season five already. Uh, you might notice someone's missing. You might not. Who knows? But this is our third annual marketing takeover. Uh, we kicked Adam off the show for the week. So I am so excited to welcome Ashley Miller back to the show. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning. We were just talking and two, three years ago when we did this for the first time, we barely knew each other. I had never done the live show by myself. Like we were so nervous and now it's, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I, no, it's, it's seamless. I used to be so terrified of doing these. I remember I would text you, you know, minutes leading up to it, talking about how nervous I was. Um, but you know, three years, I can't believe one, that this is my third time um, being invited to come on the show. So thank you for that. Um, and I, it's mind blowing to me that the last time we did this was a year ago. Um, but you're right. This has gotten a lot easier. Um, they're fun. I look forward to them. So thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. I remember last year when we booked this, I was like, I know it's over a year away, but, and now we're here yeah. already. I'm just going to keep me on this slot moving forward. I know. I was actually, I was like the 2023 <laughs> spot. I was like, I got to bump somebody so we can have the second episode of every year. Um, yeah, but I love it. because some people in the audience might not know you, why don't you give everybody a little bit of your background and then what you do at GTG? Yeah, so um, I'm Ashley Miller. I am the business development manager for GTG Financial, um, which is encompasses a, a lot of duties, a lot of roles. Um, I wear many hats there, um, but what we're talking about today is marketing, and that's a heavy part of uh, my functions at GTG Financial. Um, I'm a 13-year industry veteran, um, and I've been with GTG going on, actually, this will be my fourth anniversary um, this year with the company, um, and we've had a lot of changes the last couple of years. And so, you know, these videos that we do for marketing, they, they change year over year, but um, that's, you know, the exciting part of these roles is being able to pivot um, with the market and with the needs of the clients and stuff. And so I'm excited to chat a bit more about that today with you. Yeah. So obviously last time we talked, 2020 was nuts. We all had so many adjustments just from working at home and dealing with, I guess, what's our new normal. I don't think we're ever going to go back to whatever 2019 was. Uh, but what changes did you see in 21 as far as marketing and even like team structure and all of that? Because you handle so yeah, much. Yeah. So 2020 taught us that, um, that where our holes were in our processes and not just with marketing, but like you said, with the team structure. Um, and so 2021 um, gave us the ability to start implementing things that we needed um, in order to perfect our processes. Um, with marketing, we found that we were doing a lot more direct-to-consumer marketing. Um, certain things just weren't available to us anymore. You know, people were not as comfortable coming to events. Um, people were not as comfortable doing, you know, in-person meetings. Um, and even with realtors, um, I used to do open houses like years ago with realtors and stuff to market myself and market the company. Um, and that just wasn't happening as often anymore. Um, not that realtors were not doing open houses, but the amount of people now that were coming into the homes um, and having multiple people within that open house too, just that that risk level, you know, the appetite for that wasn't quite there anymore. So we shifted a lot of our marketing efforts to include a lot of um, more digital marketing. Um, social media, we know we kept that going and we um, improved and expanded on that as much as we can. Um, and like I said, just as much direct to consumer as possible to keep ourselves top of mind with the consumer. And we also did this through email marketing, um, CRM campaigns, um, and social media was a huge part of that too. Cool. I know I get Glenn's email campaign. So let's yes. talk about that because at Just the Tips Coaching, we also started an email campaign. Um, I don't know why we hadn't done it before, but for some reason we had mm -hmm. our core one. We sent out a blog every other week. Um, that's actually going out tomorrow morning, but we had never done the Just the Tips one. So mm -hmm. we, I started that last year. Um, and so we send out a monthly tip 
through voicemail, as I'm sure a lot of the viewers on this have heard our, our little voicemail. Uh, so then I developed that. That's our, that's our newsletter content. I expand okay. on that. I add information about my online mastermind, social media day. Um, so tell us about your newsletter. What are you guys doing with that? Yeah, so we um, started sending out, I believe we've been doing it now for a full year. Um, we started doing a monthly newsletter and it includes everything from you know, what's happening in the market, updates with real estate and mortgage lending. Um, you know, we, we fun tips and things like that. You know, for over the holidays, we're sending out recipes and just the history of, of Halloween, the history of Christmas and things like that. Um, updates on what's happening with us as the company. Um, one of the things that we started implementing this last year was including more of our personal lives in our marketing and highlighting our team members as well. Um, um, and that was actually a tip I got from you, um, was highlighting all the team members on social media. And so it, it was a combination of just all things GTG and what went on the last month, um, highlighting our top producers, you know, just all the things that were happening that were good with our company. And we've had a lot of really great traction with that. Um, we reach a ton of people and with it going out monthly, we're not, you know, people don't feel like they're being spammed constantly yes. by us, which, you know, was a huge concern that we, we wanted to communicate enough that we were top of mind, but not over communicate that people just got tired of seeing, you know, some of the same content over and over. Um, so the newsletter, um, like I said, we've been doing that for about a year now, um, maybe give or take a couple months. Um, but that has been, I think a huge success for us in the business. We get a lot of people that just, even if they write back and say, Hey, thanks, you know, happy new year, or Hey, thank you. You know, I really enjoyed, you know, what you posted about, um, the updates to, you know, um, the housing inventory and, 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 whatever it was that we were posting about for that month related to mortgage. Um, it was getting us a lot of engagement with our clients, which was great. It's so interesting because email has kind of been considered dead, like email newsletters mm -hmm. and everything. But we had a guest on the show just a, a, it was probably a month ago. I don't know. Time doesn't exist anymore. It's weird. Um, yeah. and he's doing a newsletter that all it features like, local musicians in Denver. And he does some listings, of course, but for the most part, it's just stuff going on in the community. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. I think like, that's, I mean, that's a key to social media. So that's absolutely the key to this email marketing too, is getting away from real estate mortgage. Cause as, as mm -hmm. Adam would say, that shit is boring. And yep. it is. <laughs> email marketing. You can see my cat very interested in our conversation. Th that is the joy of live video. Um, that is part of why live video video gets so much interaction is because real life happens. Um, no I'm worries. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, my pest control guy is outside. You can probably still hear the dog barking a little bit, but um, they no did not like him being here unannounced. So. <laughs> no worries. I mean, I was just saying like, that's the joy of live video. And that's why live video gets such great interaction is because it's real life. It's your dog's barking. It's your cat sleeping behind you. It's whatever. Yeah. So, um, that's a great segue though. Uh, what are you guys doing? You, I'm sorry. Can you, are they still are they loud? I don't know how that sounds on your end. It doesn't sound bad to me. Maybe Adam or Mindy okay. can tell us if they can hear us. Okay. There's a delay. Oh, now it's totally fine. Now we're good. Okay. 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 So that's a perfect segue though. So I yeah. know two years when we talked, a big thing that you guys wanted to do was more video work. Mm -hmm. So what's yeah. going on on that front with video? 
Yeah, so we, so the video that we've actually been implementing is more to, um, like I said, we're doing a lot of direct consumer stuff. And so our marketing efforts, while they expand to try and generate new leads as well, we also want to make sure that we're also marketing to our database and our clients mm -hmm. in process too, because part of what we want to do is create the raving fans that continue to come back and work with us and, and continue to send us referrals. And how do you do that? You deliver a product and a service and, a, and communication that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't think I knew there were two dogs in Ashley's house. <laughs> so we'll talk about video with Ashley in a second when she gets back. But of course, the biggest thing uh, we talk about at Just the Tips is just do the video, whatever kind of video. So, all right, Ash, what kind of video are you guys doing? I'm sorry. The German You're Shepherd funny. knows how to open doors. So, oh, um, that's funny. <laughs> Um, so video, so we have, we implemented a, a lot of in process videos. And so we would use bomb bomb for things like explaining loan estimates, um, closing disclosures, um, you know, anything within the process of breaking down the financing that we needed to go more in depth that video can give you, video can give you so much more than just the words. So we started doing that for um, our in-process clients as well. And not only do we have our sales team doing that, we have our um, processors and our LOAs involved in those videos too. And so our clients really get to see the whole scope of the team and feel like they really get to know more than just the loan officer that they've been working with um, when, within the structure of their loan. Um, Video on social media. Um, this is something that I, you know, I'm still trying to get a lot more comfortable with. Um, part of working from home is I'm not always ready all day, every day. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that for me is something I just have to overcome, I, you know, by either time blocking that and making sure that I do, you know, get myself to a point where I feel presentable to go live or shoot a video. Um, but I have, oh my goodness. Um, and here's why I don't go live. I have dogs that won't let me, won't let me go live. Um, but um, you know, we, um, this just within the last couple of months, GTG has, we've been expanding, we've taken on a new suite. So we, you know, um, have more space and things like that. And so we've started incorporating video tours of the office tours of, um, you know, every day, um, in process of what we're doing, you know, daily. Um, and so going live and things like that, um, you know, that's something that we are working this year It's in our plan this year to do more of, um, and to, uh, have scheduled videos that we're utilizing on YouTube and LinkedIn and things like that too as well. So that's part of our 2022 process that we're, we're definitely going to um, do more of. Cool. Yeah. So there's a couple of things on there that I want to hit on. Um, something we coach on at Just the Tips is milestone videos. So those videos that introduce the team and they are all Adam talking, but um, that's something we coach our clients on is these pre-recorded videos throughout the process of the mortgage process. And basically those questions that you're answering all the time and creating videos, mm -hmm. high production videos to answer those questions. And it cuts down your team's time and your time having to deal with the same thing over and over mm -hmm. and over. Yeah. Um, and the clients get to know you a little bit better because so much of this is done digitally. Um, yeah, you might talk on the phone, but then it's really putting faces to names. Uh, and yeah. that's why, you know, Adam goes anywhere and people think that they know him because they've seen all of his video work. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and another thing that I know Adam was happy when he heard you say it was time blocking, uh, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to video. I think that video is something that feels so awkward to most people that if you don't time block it, it's, it's not going to happen. Like, yeah, you'll find, you'll find a million other things to do. Um, I do it constantly. Um, you'll, you'll fill that time with other stuff if you don't have it time blocked. And like you said, video for people is just not natural for me. 
it's not natural to talk to myself and not, you know, <laughs> yes, I know who my audience is. Yes, I know who I want my audience to be, but when I'm not interacting like you and I are right now, um, or if, you know, if I'm not speaking to someone directly, it just feels very um, awkward, you know? And, mm-hmm. and so that is something that um, we are working on this year um, to implement more of that. Yeah. That's awesome. I know you've been talking about that. So I'm excited. I'll be excited to see what comes, what comes in the video world. And obviously short video is becoming kind of king of the video world, be that TikTok mm-hmm. or reels. Um, I think Twitter was playing around with short video, YouTube shorts, all of it. Uh, and mm-hmm. I mean, I think that does take a little bit of the awkwardness out because you're supposed to be kind of foolish in that kind of video. Mm-hmm. Uh, the example I've been giving lately. So about almost a month ago now, I had this video of my cat Jack, that one right there. Um, and it was like that audio that's like, pair this, pair this with the last video of your cat. And it's literally him begging for treats. And then he sits down. That's all it is. And I just had 20 new notifications since we've been on here of people liking Mm -hmm. that video from a month ago. It has 5,500 views. Uh, last I looked like 500 likes and it's literally just a video of my cat sitting down. There's no, there's not me talking. I'm not even on the screen. So my suggestion when it comes to short video is use pets, kids, whatever, um, gorgeous sunsets, and then throw (laughs) some right German shepherds (laughs) that open. I want to see the German shepherd open a door personally. (laughs) (laughs) You got to love it. Um, but yeah, use, if you're not comfortable with your face on video to start, then start with something else. I mean, yeah, the ocean in California, the mountains in Colorado. I have a video that's just me hiking in Seven Falls. And it goes from my feet to showing the fall leaves. I think that was in October, probably. Um, and that one went crazy on TikTok and on Reels. But I yeah, think- and, and I, I love the Reels. Um, I've started doing a lot of those um, within the last year, just for my, my personal life. So, you know, for anyone that follows me on social media, um, I share very, very little mortgage stuff on my social media. I highlight my family and I highlight the things that I like to go do in my free time, my pets. Um, I don't have a choice but to highlight them. Um, and, um, you know, the reels are fun because they're, they're visually appealing for one. you get to add music to them. You get to add stickers to them and TikTok's the same way. I just don't utilize TikTok as much as I do Instagram. I, I tend to live more on Instagram and Facebook. Um, but the reels are a ton of fun. And like you said, I get a lot of traction on the ones that I do of, of, you know, my kids and I out for a hike, um, or if I go get my hair done, you know, I'll document that and put it to some fun music and, and just have a lot of fun with it. And so those are, I think, a good segue to get people more comfortable with doing video, because once you start doing these things and you start to get interaction on it, that confidence starts to build that you're doing something right, and that people want to see the content that you're putting out. Absolutely. And not to mention by doing this personal content, you're building on that, whether you say 80% personal and 20% business, or I think it should be 90% personal and 10% mm-hmm. business, you're building up that personal. Like, I mean, I, I love your hair videos. I love your blog. Like those are my favorite. <laughs> I love them. Um, your girls on TikTok are hilarious. Uh, oh, Ashley yeah. gave up her TikTok account to her girls and it is adorable. Uh, my whole like following feed one day, I swear it was like oh, 20 videos <laughs> of them in a row. <laughs> Um, but that's something we're actually talking with a coaching client right now is he does great mortgage content, uh, that gets decent interaction follows likes, whatever, but we're not seeing any personal content and people are Uh so scared of putting themselves who they really are on social media. Um, right. Cause they're afraid of repelling people, I guess. 
Yeah. And, you know, it's almost like they think that they have to show up in this personal or professional manner. I'm sorry, professional manner constantly in order to be taken seriously in this industry, at least in my opinion. Um, and I know I kind of struggle with that myself sometimes that maybe I'm not putting forth more of a professional appearance when I am highlighting so much of my personal life. But what I found is that you start to create affinity with people that are into the same things that you're into. Um, you know, so if it's, it's the hiking, like, you know, Jen, I love when you post about your adventures and your yoga um, you know, I'll post about, like we talked about my, my hair, you know, and some of the beauty things that I like to go do. And, um, you know, I'll get people that message me all the time that want to have a conversation about something other than business. And then that leads to the conversations about business. Once you build that relationship with somebody, um, and you're building a friendship with them, they're going to love you. They're going to trust you already because they already like who you are and you've already established that you have things in common. And so, you know, what more can you need out of a great working relationship at that point? So, um, I have found that the more personal stuff I share actually does lead to a lot more business conversations and connections. Absolutely. I mean, it goes back to that no like, and trust thing. I mean, we're talking about people's biggest transactions of their entire lives. I don't, I mean, especially I spoke on marketing to millennials back at your event in Austin mm -hmm. two years ago. Can you believe that? I know. And I really think as these younger generations, and it's really getting into Gen Z now is starting is getting close to being homeowners. We don't care about the awards you received or the training you've had. Like, I want to know that I can trust you as a human being to take care of me through this process that I can go, you know, have a coffee with you, go to happy hour, take a yoga class, whatever. Or if you're not into that, you know, if you're, if you want to go to a barbecue or, you know, a Broncos game, like, I want to know that I like you as a human one so that I feel proud of supporting your business because I mean, millennials, we've been marketed to since the day we were born. So we want mm -hmm. to support small business. We want to support the people that we align with. Um, but two, that I really trust you to take care of me, to take care of my home. Yeah. This is such an emotional transaction that why not show people who you are? Like, right. you're going to repel the people you wouldn't want to work with anyway. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I, I connect with a lot of moms in, in my community. Um, dog lovers, you know, um, take the dog to the dog park quite frequently. So I, I connect with a lot of people there too. Um, and then, you know, just people that have similarities and things in common, like you were saying with me, um, it's just, to me, I think it's the best way to connect with someone rather than shoving mortgage information down their throat. You know, they're going to remember who you are and what you do, you know, and you, and not, this is not to say that you don't post about your business or what you do. You know, we highlight a lot of what GTG does on our wins, um, you know, if there's something pertinent, you know, information I need to get out there, I'll absolutely use social media to do that. Um, and it just reminds people what you do, um, but they're not going to forget you when they remember you for things that they felt like they could connect with you over. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so tell us what's going on at GTG. What kind of team structure changes? What, what's going on team structure wise over there? So team structure, you know, I would never say that any process is perfect. Um, you know, we're always striving to improve our processes. We're always striving for some form of per perfection, whether that be for the next six months or a year or whatever, you know, we're always pivoting. But like I said, in 2021 was our time to really fill in a lot of the holes that we found in our bucket that 2020 presented to us. And so we dove deep into the team structure. When I say we, um, you know, this was more of Glenn's. Uh, you know, uh, baby and project was to, to get that team set the way that he absolutely wanted that perfect process to go. Um, and we hired a lot in between 2020 and 2021. And from there, we, we built everything out. And um, you know, the, one of the ways that we did it, we literally had a Dude, come here. Come here. Even better that his name is Zeus. All right. There are like, uh, 
gardening people, pest control. Everyone's out here on a, on a Monday morning working, getting the yards done. The dogs <laughs> don't like it. So, um, um, so we, uh, we literally had a huge whiteboard in our office and we started to write down all the steps of the mortgage process. And then we just started to fill in areas that, um, one, we needed improvement on, um, or whose job duty it was. Um, so we took some time to really lay out the different job functions between processors and LOAs, what's expected of each, um, and then compare that to our loan process. And then, like I said, we start to fill in, you know, who does what and really start to define those roles. Um, we use a team email. Um, we market the team um, all together. So all the pre-approval letters go out with the LOA on it and the processor on it. Um, and it's very clear to our clients who does what in the process as well. Um, so that was our, our main objective for 2021 was to really get that structured, um, introduce more automation, um, plug in where we could um, with automation. We don't want to depersonalize the loan process, but we definitely want to make ourselves more efficient. And so we utilize automation where we don't need necessarily those personal touches. Um, you know, for example, hey, and update your loans and underwriting. You know, that that goes out to the CRM. Um, then we reach out when the approval comes in to, you know, go through these things line by line and offer up that more personalized experience of congratulating them on the approval um, and answering questions that they may have to get them to the finish line. So we have, like I said, we've got processors and LOAs. Um, they work in, in sync with each other. Um, and then obviously our, our sales team too as well um, is there as, as the main hub of support. You know, that's your, your go-to person within the process. But um, building out those team structures have been huge for us because it, like I said, it makes us more efficient. It makes the client feel more comfortable. You know, they're getting communication every step of the way. And there's, you know, we, we have at any given point in time, we might have three or four eyes on one file. And so if something's needing to be picked up and run with, we have someone that can do that for you. So the, the chances of someone getting lost in communication are very slim. That's awesome. What's the team look like right now? How many LOs? What kind of assistance in place? So we right now have about uh, 15 loan officers, and that's between California, um, Colorado, and Texas. Um, we've got some teams in Colorado and a team in Texas as well. Um, specifically speaking for the corporate office, that's Glenn's team. Um, we have got let's see, one, two, three LOAs, um, and our LOAs are, are also working on getting their licenses as well. We just had one that passed her test a couple months ago, um, and so she now holds her license, which is which is pretty cool. Um, and then we've got three processors, um, and then the same thing too. We, we encourage our entire staff to get licensed, and, and our processors are currently working on that as well. Um, and that just helps us expand um, our our communication, you know, the box of tools, we have to communicate with our clients even more so with having that, that licensed person on our team too, as well. Very cool. So what do you see coming in 2022? I, I still like, I have a journal that's like a five-year journal that you have a little prompt every mm -hmm. day, every day so far I've written 2021. Like I cannot wrap my head around the fact that it's 2022, but what do you see? see I, was the, I was the exact opposite towards the end of 2021. I was already working in 2022 you were and just then done with I it. got just... real confused and started <laughs> referring to 2022 as 2023. So I basically kind of skipped the whole year. Um, but so things we're working on this year, um, video, uh, like we talked about video is a huge one. Um, we have expanded our offices in Santa Rosa, California, um, and we're going to start offering um, so long as, you know, COVID willing allows us to host in-person events. Um, we're going to start offering, um, you know, in-person seminars for new home buyers, um, in-person seminars for veterans and their VA benefit, um, seminars for new real estate agents entering, entering the business, um, and just, you know, uh, mixers, client appreciation events and things like that. Um, one of the things that we've been working on for the last year or so that we just haven't quite yet 
got off the ground um, was an internship program to train new loan officers that want to get into this business. Um, one of the things that I that I strongly feel is the barrier to entry um, from obtaining your license to becoming a salesperson is very little. You know, you get your license and all of a sudden you're, you're a salesperson. And where's that training in between that allows you to, to get that proper um, spool up for becoming a, a, a commissioned salesperson without having to, um, you know, possibly put yourself into a role that maybe doesn't quite suit you and then burnout happens in this industry and you're just not, you know, fully fulfilled. So we're, we're going to have a training program set up um, and utilize a lot of that this year, a lot of in-person trainings and things, um, and then have a media room so we can do our videos and we can plan weekly um, time blocks to take an hour and maybe knock out 10 videos in that hour um, and then take some time to edit them and then push them out to social media. So that is, you know, a portion of the game plan. Um, you know, we will, we will move as the market moves and what the needs are too as well. Um, but video definitely um, connecting more to the consumers, more consumer direct marketing and just going deeper into that too is, is our, is the name of the game for 2022. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's something a question we get a lot because we do a high production video every week right after the show. That's what I post out. Um, and it doesn't take a lot to set up a studio. Everyone thinks, oh, like fancy, expensive, and it doesn't have to be. I mean, we have a full, we have a green screen that Technically, you could take down and travel with, but it's a total bitch to take down. So I don't think we ever would. Mm -hmm. um, and then we've got four lights and then we have a ring light. Um, the most expensive thing was the camera. But right, but now, I mean, if you have a decent, a newer iPhone mm -hmm. or Android, I'm an iPhone girl all the way. But if you have a newer phone, then you have a great camera. And then you just mm -hmm. get a tripod and a, Adam will be proud for, of me saying this, a microphone, a decent yep. microphone, because if your audio yep. sucks, no one is ever going to listen to you. So right. um, microphone is king, but the set of the lighting, the green screen, everything you can get for like 150 bucks on Amazon and mm -hmm. have it to you in two or three days. Like it's not, yep. it's not difficult. Um, yep. So I, and then, and then just have it set up, have a dedicated space for it where you, you set that equipment up and it doesn't move, um, which is what our plan is, uh, that new suite at GTG is, is just to have that there so we can pop in any given moment in time. You know, maybe it's outside of the time block that I set, but there's, you know, something changed with the market. You know, we just saw some huge, huge changes last week within the market. Pop in there, press record and just, you know, off the cuff and go. Um, so having that set up, um, I think will be a, a huge help too, and um, get us to actually utilize a bit more of it sitting there staring at us. It's going to keep us accountable. So we're going to have that, have that set up and have a full blown dedicated media media center. That's awesome. And then you can't like, you know, talk yourself out of it because you have to set up your green screen. Like it's already there. Exactly. Like just yep, it's already there. Push record. It's no big deal. Awesome. So what else is going on? Do you and Michelle, are you continuing with blondes? Have more funds? What's going on on that? We front? are, we've, um, you know, we, we, took a step back from it to regroup a little bit, um, reset the content that we were doing and just get a, a better game plan for 2021. Um, and then families and work and things just started to, to pile on. And, um, you know, for those that know Michelle Dugan, she owns her company out in Mississippi. And so she, you know, she carries a lot of responsibility with that as well. And so our, our times were just, we're having a hard time, you know, lining that back up. But um, as the new year hit us, one of the things that we said is that we've got to get that going again um, this year. We have a ton of fun with it. And so why not continue to, to go on with something that we really enjoy? So we do have plans, yes, to keep recording this year. Um, we just got to make it happen. 
Yeah. So I will post the link for Blondes Have More Funds. That is Ashley and Michelle's podcast. You guys started that in 2020. Is that right? We started that. Yeah. um, Early 2020 is when we actually launched that. And then we had a good time, you know, when the shutdown hit, you know, we had every, we had all the time in the world. Um, So it made it easy. You know, we had a lot of fun reporting and talking about our life through quarantine and what was going on with our families and stuff through quarantine. And then the differences too, between California and Mississippi. And we talk about the differences between our markets and stuff on there too. And, and um, so 2020 was good for us to get that. And then, you know, once things started returning to somewhat of normalcy, when people started going back to, to work, um, and when I say back to work, I mean in the workplace, um, and then the market just took off. And so we kind of just, um, we had to put our clients first and put our careers first. And we just took a little bit of a break, but we'll be back. That's awesome. I'll be sure to share all of the links for Blondes Have More Funds in the show notes and in the comments. Um, we are almost out of time, but I just want to share real quick that we are using a new software here at Just the Tips, and this is our very first time using it, which is kind of amusing because this means Adam is officially live on LinkedIn for the first time ever. You have to have a certain amount of connections on LinkedIn, and then they invite you to their live platform. Um and then you oh, have see. right. Well, and then you have to go live within sixty days, or you lose the ability to okay. go live. So and that's a great tool to keep you accountable, though. You right? know, for people out there that are that are trying to incorporate video into their business, that's that's a great tool yeah. right there to so that you you actually do it and follow through. Right. So we are using Streamyard. This is our first broadcast. Um, so we are currently live on YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook, which is pretty cool. Um, I can see the comments from all three platforms. Uh, and as you can tell, we still have our OBS where you can see all of our branded information around Ashley and me. Um, so I'm really excited about the software and seeing we've got some little glitches to work out, but overall this is pretty cool. So um, I have a feeling this is something we'll start talking about at Mile High Mastermind this year. Yeah. Wow, I look forward to hearing more about it. I'm glad I was the first guest. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Ashley, anything else you want to share with the audience before we let them go? No, 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 no. I just, um, my, my apologies again for the dogs. Um, you know, they have no chill. So I'm sorry for that. But like we said, this is live video. It's real. It's yeah, authentic. That's what it is. Um, but I appreciate you having me on again. Thank you so much, Jen. These are always a lot of fun. Um, I always have a lot of good takeaways from you as well as we chat on marketing. And um, I'm looking forward to my hike too. Awesome. Well, everybody at home or listening on our podcast, um, if you want to find out more information about Just the Tips, please text TIPS, T-I-P-S, to 63566. You can get a copy of Adam's book, Just the Tips, there. You can book a free hour of coaching with us, uh, see all of our recent videos, our recent podcast episodes, um, and you'll start seeing information for Mile High Mastermind, which is September 16th and 17th, 2022, which will be here before we know it. Um, Tickets will be on sale before long, too. Uh, that will be at the University of Denver again. And I think Social Media Day Denver is going to be June 30th, uh, which is Social Media Day globally. So we're working on finalizing that. Um, So if you're interested in being a speaker at either one of those events, or you know someone who would like to be a speaker, or you think would be a good speaker, please send them my way. My contact information is at that text code as well. Again, text tips to 63566. Um, We'll let Adam back on his show next week. Next week, we have John David Adams as our guest. So that should be a really good time. Another Um, one of our good friends. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, So we will be live again next Monday at 1030 a.m. Mountain Time. Ashley, thank you so much. I miss you. It's been way too long. I miss you too. Hopefully get to see you a couple times this year. I will see you this year. Yes. Yes. We will definitely see each other this year. All right. I'm going to run our extra. Everybody else have a wonderful day and we'll see you next week.